Blog Talk Radio. Mozart, think Mozart, huh? 
The love received so far has been so hard. There's a few dudes to run, but they medulla they sharp. Man, they so soft. Don't be thrown off any soul off. Avoid them at all costs, like raccoons or skunks. But back to the regular scheduled program. The program is sponsored by Seven Heaven. What else in hell can you get an open line to heaven at 11-11? Emerge at the other end of those meditation portals and elevated walk tools. Even some abort tools. Any questions, comments, or concerns, press one. To everyone else, thanks for attending another session. I'm pleased to teach, but it's an honor to learn. Certainly, courtesy of KTL University. Oh, please don't be frightened. I'm terribly sorry about this. You are.
you know, involving homeland terrorists and other threats. But I've never seen them lock a whole city down, you know what I mean, where people were not allowed to come out of their house. They actually cut off everyone's phones. Nothing was allowed to get out of that area, that grid of Boston. Um, they put the whole city on martial, martial law lockdown. So when you hear rumors about the whole thing being a drill, and when you see the end game, <laughs> it's, it's a no-brainer as to what happens. And then they actually demonstrated that they could take a life. Um, they enacted. Well, what they've done, because remember, keep in mind that it took place on Patriots Day in Boston, the home of the WASP, the white, Anglo-Sax, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant, all right, the place where America was created, where it was started, Boston Tea Party and things of that nature. So that is the heartland. You know, that's 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 Camelot right there. And um, the incident took place on the last day of uh, taxes, filing your taxes. That's when the whole tape rewinds. It was also Patriot Day in Boston. And that, the demonstration was basically something that was an attack on the uh, on the nation. And they reacted by enacting the Patriot Law, one, two, three, whatever. They probably got five of it written at this point. And then all of the guns came out. So you saw a demonstration as to the powers that they have. The uh, the firefight that took place, the shootout that was taking place, was done not with law enforcement but with military. The military came in and locked down the whole city, you know what I'm saying, to uh, apprehend an enemy combatant who uh, was accused of, you know, causing an explosion that killed, that took the lives of three people and injured hundreds more. And um, that's that was the treatment that he received, you know. And uh, it's, just, it's just very interesting to watch what's going on. But I don't want to get too far into that. Listen to the show on Friday, though. Um, the Cosmo physician, Ra'aku, and his illustrious students, his master students, Cosmic Chris, sister came on and totally obliterated it, bodied it, you know what I'm saying, explained it in um in um, intricate cosmic details what's going on, you know, ever since this Aries moon. Keep in mind that Chris Donner was the one who set this whole thing off. Remember, he was the first one who basically was, you know, had people up in arms with this whole thing. He was he was he was feeding off of that Aries moon energy. Then we see the closure today, keep in mind Hitler's birthday is coming up. Waco, Texas was yesterday, the anniversary of that. So this Aries energy is very strong. There's rumors of war going on, especially with North Korea. People instantly forgot about that because the quote-unquote bomber wasn't North Korean. But if he were North Korean, you know what I mean, please believe that some of y'all would be, you know, polishing your boots right now and cutting your hair past two inches above the ear and getting your G.I. Joe on because it would have definitely been going down. But um, I don't want to go too far. If you're in the New York area tomorrow at Nicholas, that's Brooklyn, um, downtown Brooklyn. Y'all know where where, where the uh, spot is at. Nicholas right there off of uh, Flatbush Avenue. Okay, Uh, shout out to the sister Monique, King Simon. They are bringing in the sister Makiba Judge, a wonderful new scholar. Want to come up. She will be doing the fact and fiction about STDs. Your sex life is their science, okay? Come learn the scientific facts, truths, and fallacies about STIs, which are sexually transmitted infections, 
and STDs. STIs an infection that does not show any physical signs or symptoms. It is contracted from another infected person through sexual activity. It becomes an STD when symptoms appear, all right? And she'll get further into everything tomorrow. And I do recommend that they are they're opening the doors free for the youth before 3 o'clock. So anybody that brings their children, I recommend that uh, you do that because they will not only get in free, they will receive information that could potentially be a lifesaver for either them or their friends or their loved ones or people within the vicinity if they decide to put the information in the forms of, you know, journalists, journalism or blogs or whatever it may be, you know what I mean? And um, that's 570 Fulton Street near Flappers Avenue, downtown Brooklyn. The trains go 2, 3, 4, and the 5 to Nevins, BMQR to Decal, ACG to Hoyt and Skimmerhorn. All right, doors open at uh, 2 p.m. Love Gift is 15 before 4 p.m. All right? So please represent and check that out and uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. So without any further ado, we're going to open up the line uh, for our guest tonight, Brother Baba New. So call it from the 718-696. Peace. Good evening. Good evening. How are you doing? All is well. All is well. Great, man. Thanks for thanks for having me back. Um, you know, we are living in the post-apocalyptic era. And what I mean yeah. by the post-apocalyptic era is that the epoch collapsed on 2010 uh, on the winter solstice of 2010, December 21st, 2010. The epoch lasts 25,920 years. That's how long it takes to complete the transit through all the signs of the zodiac, all the constellations of our is solar system. Is that the procession of the equinox? No, that is the procession of the sun through the signs of the zodiac as an age. You have the age of Pisces, which is Ma'at, you have the age of uh, Aries, which is Herakuti. So uh, each age lasts, I think, it's like 2,160 years. And uh, 12 times that is how you get 25,920 years. The procession of the equinoxes and solstices happens on a yearly basis in the 365 uh, day uh, solar year. Okay, and that's what gives uh, the four seasons. The planet has a, a wobble, which is not really a, a a good thing. It only has one sun, so there are areas of winter, and winter is seen as evil. Summer, spring is seen as good. Um, you know, life starts in a warm climate, et cetera, et cetera. But when they speak of the apocalypse, they are speaking of the collapse of the epoch, which is 25,920 years. And this is why we were seeing things like massive earthquakes killing off at least 40,000 people in Iran, in uh, China, in South America. This is why we, we also saw uh, things like birds falling from the sky, 
We saw fish washing up on the shore, and also why we have been seeing things like crop circles, which they showed are not man-made, because there is a government above the government of nations. There are rulers, kings, queens, a.k.a. gods and goddesses that have a government that is far more powerful than any government of man, and their army is far more technologically advanced. And they can make these type of things happen. They, they they can cause earthquakes. They can cause volcanoes to go off. Not every single thing is so-called the, the, the U.S. the U.S. government and our heart. So, yeah. um, you know, the mission, the purpose of the God Genes Decoded is to help guide aspirants through this post-apocalyptic era to plant some seeds in the hopes that some of us can assist in leading human civilization back to order. Because if human civilization doesn't achieve a level of order that is satisfactory for the birth of Aquarius, we are in the transition between uh, Pisces and Aquarius. We are not in the age of Aquarius. If we don't reach a level of human family, human connection, human harmony, religious, social, and economic, just about every single civilization, if not all, will be totally wiped out. Will be totally wiped out. Because as some people say, quote-unquote, God does not like ugly. And the birth of Aquarius will not begin with the current state of human civilization where you have gender disparity and racial disparity and religious disparity, where you have so much arguing, so much fighting over resources, over ideology, and so forth, and so on and so forth. Um, you know, the world's three major religions and their place in the ancient Kamal civilization is something that we really need to understand because there is such a thing. It is indicative of the red, the white, and the blue, which America is supposed to represent. You know, last week I I briefly touched on the American flag. The American flag has three colors, red, white, and blue. It has 50 stars, red, white, and blue stripes and bars, and this does not originate with so-called America. The flag is found in ancient Kemet. Uh, they played baseball in ancient Kemet. If you go to the online baseball museum, it makes that clear. You know, um, the cobblestone at Mecca, that's a baseball. That is a baseball, meaning a god dropped his ball on planet Earth and people are worshiping it. Fan club. <laughs> the very, yeah, the infrastructure of America was lifted out of ancient Kemet in many ways. Things like yachting came out of ancient Kemet, or these things were being done in, in ancient Kemet. You know, a baseball, playing sports to help people to unify, etc. Um, you know, I I really wanted to talk about why I began with the great cosmological doctrine at Anu, 
in ancient Kemet, in the Bible is called On, the city of On, and how that relates to Christianity, because the foundation and the beginning point of this so-called re- religion, it is Christianity, because Christianity is for young people. This is how you start out with people who have issues with certain things. This is how you start out with the culture. This is why Osiris is said to have brought civilization to mankind. Most people who know about Osiris, Isis, and Heru know that they are the archetypes for the for the uh, Trinity. Heru is called Jesus, or Isus, or Yusu, or Eshu. The word Eshu is the word Jesus, or, or the word Asus. And Eshu is the child of a god or a goddess. It is a young god, a young lion, who needs to grow up, etc., and will one day take over. That's what an Eshu is. And the word Eshu now is where the word issues are derived from, as the issues that has to be resolved in growing up is indicative in, in the word. You know, um, I wrote this book with several purposes. One is to help the readers escape the prison of the mental construct that was designed and promoted to issue in this so-called New World Order. You have to start at the beginnings of life itself, which starts before creation proper. I call this cryogenesis. The cosmology at Anu establishes the genesis of a universe. The creation of a universe, the the uh, the great work of creation, the evolution of life. The symbolism of ancient Kemet reveals layers of monumental truth. We are living in a ship, a boat, a vessel, a submarine, if you may. That is what a universe is. That is what a planet is. The cosmology that Anu also establishes the original tree of life which the so-called Hebrew Kabbalah is based on. The tree of life arrangement is now a template for the creation of all beings in the universe. It represents a monumental step in the design of life itself. There's chemistry, biology, physics, psychology, and so on and so forth are synthesized as religion, culture, wisdom, philosophy, and much more. The design of a universe is now a template for the design of advanced biotechnical beings. There's a grand design template that was mastered through trial and error, and we benefit from this. A way of life for success is hammered out through trial and error, and this now becomes culture and what is called religion, with religion relating to something for people who need to reconnect with the way so that they can be reformed, healed and re-educated or educated to once again play a proper role in the cycle of life itself. Meaning that when you go to the Latin, and we have to talk about Latin because Latin is a language that was spoken spoken in so-called Atlantis. And if you listen to the word Latin and Atlantis, Atlantis, you'll see, yes, and you'll also see the word lantern in the word Atlantis, and you know that Aladdin, which has the word Latin, 
you rub the lamp for magic because the magic is in the language, meaning language itself is magical. And you see this in the cosmological doctrine at Anu, where language as poetry and singing is called Hikau, which is translated as magic and the god of magic and the god of healing. Because language, if it's not right, can make you ill. Language, if it's right, it can heal your mind. Um, you know, at the great cosmology at Anu, the creator is identified as Osiris. The word res or res is the prefix of the word resurrection. Is also the word rest because rest is a death. You need to take a rest. You need to take a break. Osiris and the resurrection represents mastering the art of living and eternal life. They cannot avoid cycles of life, death, and rebirth. And this is what we are going through right now on the planet. And the rebirth, this is emphasized as Ptah, Seker, Osir. It is really interesting because Ptah specifically is the dwarf star, which symbolizes a foundational beginning. You start out small, dwarf, and then you grow. Even though Osiris represents life before creation proper, creation proper, you have life in the water, you have life without light, and hence you have beings and creatures that have no melanin, and some of us have to get over this racial thing. Ra, the great Natir Ra, represents several things for creation, one of which is the technology of sun ships, as sun is a ship. There was a time when there were no suns. Life was in water. Life was in darkness. We have to call them sunships because they are ships, vessels, and the universe itself is a ship. The bark of Ra with its 50 oarsmen is the entire universe as a ship. Remember that. Remember that 50 because there are 50 stars on the U.S. flag. 50 stars on 50, the flag. Yes, there are 50 gates of Bina. The word Bina is the word Bennu. Osiris is associated with the Bennu, the phoenix, which is resurrection of a sun. When the sun dies or rests and then is resurrected, that is the Bennu bird. So you have 50 gates of Bina because these 50 gates of Bina are 50 stars. And they all go through the birth, uh, life, and death, and resurrection cycle. And and so 50 oarsmen is the entire universe of the ship, a, a, a vessel. And there's all of this symbolism in Kemet around ships. The word ship comes from the word shep. The word shep is the word ancestor or egun. To the point where the planets, stars, and moons of the constellations are depicted as gods and goddesses on ships. When you study the uh, astrological charts of the Kemau, all the constellations are depicted as deities on ships because planets, suns, and moons are ships. Mm. When you study the Gnostic text of Basilides, he's talking about sonships because a sun is a ship. Wow. So are you saying 
And that that would make sense because of the fact that they say that, you know, you take a photograph of the sun, it reveals that it's simply a black dot, which is like a black hole. And what we see with the human naked eye is actually the energy that's emanating from this black hole. And there have been many, uh, you know, reports and also footage of ships actually going into the sun, smaller ships, of course, uh, going, in, you know, going inside of the sun and coming out, coming out of the sun, things of that nature. So that's, you know, that's um, if if you watch the the movie Thor, yeah, you know, it shows you uh, what they call. I forgot is a certain type of bridge, but it is used to, you could say, uh, eject, you know, people or beings or things outside of the sun. The reason why I say it is because Odin, the deity Odin is Aten. Mm-hmm. Aten. If you, if if you're familiar with 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 the Kamor lexicon, which is very very important. Aten is Odin. Aten is a Donai that they speak of in the Bible. You know, for instance, the word Kansas is the word Kansu. Arkansas, Arkansas, it has the word Archon in it, and an Archon is also a young king or god. When you study the Gnostic text of Basilides, then you start to hear about Archons. You know, you have Archons, and then you have Archonauts. You have Jason or Jason and the Archonauts. And he was trying to get the golden fleece. He was trying to become, you know, golden. You know, to be dressed and robed as a king. Meaning that Archons have to seek their throne. Uh, Archon relating to Kansu. Khonsu is depicted similar to Heru, who is the king. Heru has the lock. Um, you know, Khonsu is, when they speak of the so-called man in the moon, the moon is a ship that is Khonsu's ship. You know, um, Khonsu, the moon, was birthed by Amun and Mut. Amun and Mut uh, are the not only the deities of our atmosphere, but the technology of our atmosphere as part of the electromagnetic propulsion of our planet. When you look at the uh, crown of Amun, the top part of of, of the crown, that is how um, the electromagnetic energy organizes itself. And the birth of of a moon and the purpose of the birth of a moon as it is called the moon for a reason by by you know Amun and Mut is to help regulate the psychological healing and development of the beings that live on the planet. <clears throat> okay. And this has a yes, and this has and a lot that, to do. Go ahead. 
is that why the moon is tied into the psyche? The, you know, the um, the word lunatic and lunacy is derived from lunar. Yes, yes, and and it it relates specifically to not losing your inner child. You understand? Because when you know the young king, the king has to be a magician. If if you look at the ancient cultures, you know the the young king. Well, the king himself is supposed to be the high priest, and the high priest is supposed to be a magician. When you lose your inner child, you cannot practice magic. When you grow old uh, psychologically, when you know aging as a disease, you can't practice magic. So when you look at so-called Peter Pan, the moon is always full in that so-called cartoon. Mm -hmm. Peter Pan is the god Pan. Peter is Ptah, but as a young Ptah, like Harry Potter is Ptah, the dwarf, as a young child who now has to learn and master magic, but without losing, you know, meaning that Peter Pan is good at magic, because he is eternally young. He represents the deity Pan that is eternally young. Mm-hmm. That's the, why uh, Mike Jackson, uh-huh. Michael Jackson, exactly. is an example of somebody who tried to embody the spirit and the philosophies of a Peter Pan. Right. Become eternally young. And you see how that took him into his godhood. And you see how he is the greatest musician. In ancient Kemet, music is magic. The word music, for music and singing is hekau. And and the master of it, the master magician, is Tehuti. Now, Kansu is said to be a form of Tehuti. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 okay. The purpose of going over this is to get people to realize how much wisdom is in ancient Kemet. You yes. can read books by people like Gerald A. Massey who shows you all the folklore of, uh, of Europe is derived from Kemet, but he also shows you that the folklore relates to the precession of the planets, evolution of the solar system and the constellations, how they became stars, the process that they went through to become gods and goddesses and and to maintain it. And then it also goes over the life of of the children of the gods, which we see more because the Greeks took over with the Greeks and the Greek mythology. They're showing you the life of the children of the deities. This is what Greek mythology goes over as well as psychology because they replaced the ancient Kamo as the people who were in control of things and got to tell the story. Mm. In the Western world, the people who, who took over this now, we know who they are, but that's what Hollywood is. And why Hollywood is called Hollywood is because the best tree to make a magic wand is a holly tree. Hollywood. Yeah, 
holly. You know, deck the halls with bells of holly. Mm-hmm. The holly tree is the best tree to make a magic wand. So Hollywood telling the story, the story of the gods, the goddesses, and the children of the gods and the goddesses, and the story of becoming great is all lifted out of what the ancient Camor were representing as evolution, as creation of the universe, and the continued process of creation. The cycles, the the psychological issues that we go through, the trials and tribulations that we go through, so that, you know, people are not bogged down and trapped in the dogma of religion. Mm-hmm. Because this is where a lot of people are stuck now, in the dogma of religion oh. and in dogma in general. Yes, they are. So, you know, yeah, st- starting with the cosmology at, at Anu, going over the tree of life, going over the creation of the universe, going over its relationship to the hydrogen fusion cycle, but also showing the story of, a, of, of creation as your own personal story of self-development your trials and your tribulations, how it is directly related to the very uh, process of of the creation of the universe because you need to see yourself in the story. To have yes, a do. sense... Yes, to have a sense of self-esteem, to have courage... That's a purpose. Right. To know and to understand that the same issues that you are facing, the people who won and created the universe face those same issues. That you are not alone. You know, that's so profound that you do say that because my true awakening and my realization of where I was just in the whole scheme of things came when I began to realize that I was part of the mythos, when I was able to pick up all books and see myself in all books and all stories, then I understood who Peru was. You know, that's why they say, man, know thyself, because you, be, you once you realize that this is about you, you, you are the master of your universe. Everything revolves around you, you know what I mean, and all of us at the same time. Yes, sir. You know, I remember this was before I got initiated. I went to see uh, Baba Lau. You know, he said that he was the first Baba Lau that was initiated by the Yorubas who was from America. And he said to me, he said, don't forget that it's your story. Your life is your story. Yes. Because we get too caught up in other people's story. And a lot of times, those people are not showing you and representing you in the story. And, you know, why people like the book so much is that I speak directly to the person who is reading. They feel a personal connection to what they're reading. 
they can see it in themselves. They, they can see their life. They can see their obstacles. They can see their triumphs as well. But they can see Indeed. their life in the story of creation itself and thus gain a sense of, I can do this. If so-and-so, who is one of the greatest gods, goddesses, went through the same thing as me, then it was, I can be successful too. And how about looking at it as a rite of passage? We, we, you know, we often look at tension or challenge or what we may perceive as the something that we can't accomplish as a burden rather than a test to take us to the next level. Something that once we complete, once we conquer, you know, and once we are victorious, it's some it's similar to a rites of passage. You are now on another level. Things new things will begin to take place in your experience. New doors will begin to open. You know, uh, and questions that you interested, you know, that you may have had for decades may be answered in one second, one millisecond. You, you, you know, it's just remarkable the things that occur when you um, when you realize that you are simply living the hero's journey. You are living out the hero's journey in this lifetime. You know, and it can't be the same. <laughs> it has to be unique. To every single person It can't be the same You can't be going through what the person Sitting next to you Is going through at that same time You may be able to relate There may be synchronicities And there may be um, points of references That you are able to relate Like really you going through the same thing Damn I went through that And this is what I did Or this is what happened to me They give you advice You know what I mean And they're able to you know just meet you mentally, you know what I mean, at places where it can it can either help you or hinder you because it's done both to me. So um, right. that's very interesting, you know, that is very interesting. Yeah. I, I just wanted to say this because I don't want to assume, right, not right to assume at these days and times, but I want to assume that everybody listening to the show right now is aware that, who you are per se Because they may be catching this for the first time They may not be aware that you are A Haitian voodoo high priest A Baba Lao You know you're a Buddhist A yoga, a shaman uh, A lover of truth Wisdom and harmony You know what I'm saying So I just want you to uh, And that your body of work Centers on ancient Egyptian You know Kamau culture and civilization I know that you've touched on it but just give them a quick, proper, you know, I, I gave you your introduction just now, but if you want to add anything on, please do. You know, um, it is it is a journey. Um, you know, this is the third show for the year I've done on, on uh, KTL, and I started out by speaking on agnosticism, you know, there is an agnostic priesthood. There is a Gnostic priesthood. Uh, a Voodoo priest is a Gnostic priest. You know, uh, it is the revelation of gods and goddesses as opposed to the monotheistic 
construct. It is having the opportunity and the privilege to get a personal connection with what has gone to the background. And probably next show, I'll get into Christianity more and Osiris and why Osiris had to die and had to go live in the underworld and could not come back to the forefront because Osiris represents Christianity. But, you know, as a Gnostic, um, you know, priest, as a Voodoo priest, as a Babalao, as an Ungan, you know, a person who also practices yoga, meditation, a person who consecrates shrines, makes talismans and, you know, these types of things, you know, you get to, you get personal attention with your education and, and there's this pressing message about healing, about immortality, about eternity, and about preserving your youth. There's a very, very pressing message about it, not becoming a monster. Uh, Not becoming a monster, preserving your beauty. Today, we look at so-called priests and priestesses, we look at so-called adherents of this religion, that religion, and we see that they get old, they get dark, they get negative, they get stuck. They lose what, their what, inner what child. Huh? Oh, please explain, because I've you know, noticed that. Yeah, they lose their inner child. They, they, you know, two ways. One is diet, of course, and lifestyle, but the other way is this, and 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 this is a part of the agnostic construct. This idea of adulthood. So if you hear me talking about Peter Pan, there's a reason. Peter Pan was fighting the adults. They were pirates. You know, they were thieves. Why were they bad people in Never Never Land? The word never is the word nether or netir. The underworld is called the netherworld. The underworld is called the netherworld. It's also the dream plane. You know, it is the underbelly of civilization, you know. But, you know, this is where your dreams are, where you get your dreams and your inspiration. This is where you can live out um, your greatest fantasies. This is where you can, you know, slay the beast, slay the monster. If in that world, if, first of all, if, if that world gets shut down to you, if you get cut off from that world, that in of itself is like a death, a death to your evolution, a death to your evolution. You could be 10, you could be 15. We see little kids, they have so-called fantasy friends. You know, mm-hmm. they have imaginary That's friends, imaginary they have friend. dreams. Yeah, it it doesn't end. There are secrets in the voodoo that might take you a little while to understand. Why are these people shaking rattles? Babies have rattles. 
you know, shrine items, statues, or toys, dolls, etc., that come alive at night, that love to celebrate even Halloween. And I'm saying this because I've seen a lot of people get on this journey and they start attacking things that they don't understand, things that they don't understand, whether it be religion, whether it be so-called paganism, or we don't celebrate Halloween. You don't know what that's about. That's when the people from the underworld come to party with the people in the living world. That's the day that you can connect with your ancestors and deities, and it's about fun. It's about candy. You have the deity Legba. Legba likes kids. Legba opens doors when doors are close to you. Doors are usually closed to the next generation, the kids. The adults have all the jobs. They have all the companies. They have it all locked down. What are the kids going to do? How are the kids going to become the next generation of leaders? Legba helps you with that stuff. That's what it means to be an opener of the way, to open doors for you that have been closed. And who do they want to bring in? It, it depends on the institution, not some you know, beat up, dragged out, you know, depressed person. Yeah. They want somebody who is happy, youthful, and joyful. So you can't lose it. A lot of the tools in the tradition is to help you, um, you know, get back your joy, get back your life, get back your inner child, get back your magic so that you can be successful. And it's about being successful. Mm. That's dope right there That is very interesting brother Well we I have gotta get ten, you. Huh? I gotta give you a obligatory That was heavy That was heavy I, I really want to thank you for breaking the things down man I mean, this is really KTO University, and we thank you for bringing in your depth of knowledge and your your wisdom of ancient Kemet, you know, in a way that the average listener can see a body of knowledge and wisdom that's internal, useful, and is valuable, you know? So it's, um, it's, it's, it's interesting that we always point back to ancient Kemet, you know what I mean? You want to build on ancient Kemet real quick before we uh, reach, you know, the end of the show? Um, you know, ancient Kemet set a standard for human civilization after the fall of Atlantis, after the flooding. Atlantis is a way of life, first and foremost, and a style of civilization that represents excellence in the arts and in academia in general so that you can have excellence being birthed and rising in the citizenry. Ancient Kemet epitomized this in the most important way. It gave rise to human genius and excellence that is unavoidable when you study the architecture, 
the fashion and design of the clothing and the government of the ancient Kemal. The word Kemal is the origin of the word and concept of Mecca. And ancient Kemet was a Mecca. That's what it was. You have these these people somehow knowing about a great and glorious civilization that 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 predated them, that predated Kemet, and they sought about they sought about to recreate that and they got very, very, very far. This is not about religious dogma. It's not about cultural dogma. You know? This is not about religious division. This this is not about um you know, those Muslims or those Christians or those Jews or those whatever, all of those things have a root. All of those things have an origin. They all have a place in the divine scheme of things. And and it's important that you realize it because you have a billion Catholics. What are you going to do? You have hundreds of millions of so-called Muslims what are you going to do? You know, you have so-called Jews that that have so much power. What are you going to do? Don't fight them. Understand it and see where you fit in. Understand it and see where you fit in. Find a place in the grand scheme of things. Find a place where you can feel comfortable ideologically and you can see a process and a path to success. Because you might be a Jew and not know it, but you don't know what it means to be a Jew. That's right. You might be a Muslim and not know it, but you don't know what it means to be a Muslim and why. And you might be a Christian and not know it, but you don't know what it means to be a Christian and why. You're just running. And really, there's nowhere to run. And there's a whole new world ready to be birthed. Find a place in that new world. Birds falling from the sky. Fish washing up on the shores. Massive earthquakes. Volcanoes going off. This is the transition. Find your place in the new world order. There has to be a new world order. Not a term that somebody co-opted and perverted, like so-called Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. Not terms that people co-opt and pervert. Resurrect them. Pick them up. Dust them off. Make them look good. Because the more things change, the more they actually stay the same. 
Wow, that's all I can say. That is uh, profound right there, brother. All right, well, do me a favor. Leave the family with your information where they can find that monumental book of yours, all three of them, and also where they can contact you for readings and other things related to the work that you do. The God Genes Decoded is available on Amazon.com. Um, title search the God Genes Decoded. If you want to contact me for a, a reading to get some guidance in your life, I'm ready to give you some guidance in your life. The truth that you need to hear, the rational, hardcore facts. I can be reached at EgyptianVoodooPriest at gmail.com. That's E-G-Y-P-T-I-A-N-V-O-D-O-O-P-R-I-E-S-T at gmail.com. I wish that you could put the link to my Facebook page in the chat room because, you know, that's where I keep a log of what I am doing. Lately, I've been consecrating angels. Absolutely beautiful. Don't let anybody tell you that angels have nothing to do with African black people because the most ancient angels on the planet come out of come out of Africa, that continent that looks like a footprint. You know, yep. I worked with one of those angels years ago and she embodied the spirit of African culture, the spirit, the paradigm of African culture. E-G-Y-P-T-I-A-N-V-O-D-O-O-P-R-I-E-S-T at gmail.com is how you can get in contact with me. It's three books now, The God Genes Decoded Volumes 1, 2, and 3. Rare reviews from people with college degrees. You know, I'm from an island that is obsessive about academic excellence very gifted in literature and a master of the written and spoken word. Hey, give them the Facebook page as well so they can search in the uh... um Egyptian Atlantis Voodoo Kungan Babanu Hiri Mensa Ogun. All right. Well, on that note, I want to thank everybody for showing up tonight. Uh, please join us next Saturday as we present part part three of this four-part series. And also be sure to join us Tuesday and Friday night, 9 p.m., same bat channel. All right? And we're going to ride out. So we're going to close the show out with some I. I Wayne or something. Is that cool? Book of Life? Nice. All right, family. Enjoy your weekend. Um, if y'all, if y'all riding for the Knicks, you know, they doing good. They won. And uh, we're going we're gonna to see y'all on Tuesday. Love and light to everybody. And remember, don't get distracted. Peace.
The book of life, the book of life. Sip the water from the book of life. Make a glass. Honey, money, none them part, but them are cook as far as you. What you say, I do. Should be true, but who? Them all that dash them with them let them look at life. Them said them want them wing to go to heaven to look for Christ. While them about them gonna worship them images. I went keep yelling like pilgrimage to foreign never wrong nor far. So still in I live it like privilege in all the villages to live. So life is crazy for these infinite stages. I not talking no wages when Babylon plays it. Them separate man and woman. Lock them in a cage. Them some more sad, them little less baby. Them some more birth control and abortion for the ladies for ages. The book of life ages. Babylon wants near and tear up. But them sad, them me a fear up. So them come forward with the fair. Them need to be near. Like eyesight or crystal fair. You air. Food for the children to share. The youth need love and care. Cause if someone wear a car with them a tear. Ghost and money make them eye flare and live in fear. They call us water, crop the trees us very raw. Children starving, time so very long. To give the bed and go spot, show them blood now. Craving for more than enough. Not talk about money and religion, make them happy and prosperous. Still I see more problem and that's far for us. From birth the bed and been after us. They got crosses to polkas and chops for us. Vanity, so many guns straight for that tell you so happy more chillin' in them get fear fish at them Still gonna kill like patriots Them get defeat, no fear, them weapon or them face it Money man, them stop them little sister and them brother girl all Chop off them father and them mother and them set them Search the sky and set them search not a rest and set them still can't find yes, your one hard yeah, yeah, yeah. The book of life, Babylon one tear up When them stop them me up here them come far with the fair, them need to be near, like I said, the crystal clear, yeah, for the children to share, the youth need love and care, close the summer, wear a car with them a tear, Post and money make them eye flare and live in fear, with an ass, it's gonna be kids look at life, them got eyes to connive, but someone has look at life, them all adopt them, let them with them, all them hook at life, so them want them wings to go to heaven, to look for Christ. While them a bowling and a first, them images Rasta far I keep your thing like privilege It is the first of killing it Why they give up life privilege in all the villages to live Watch out! So life is present For these infinite pages Not to be no wages, but Babylon's pledges Them separate man and woman, lock them in a pledges Them say more sad than me till less pledges Them say more abortion and birth control for the ladies for ages the book of life Babylon was mere and dear But them suddenly me up here To them from far with the fair Them need to get there I'm psycho crystal girl Yeah, I'm for the children to share The youth need love and care Close the summer work Or with them a tear Both the money make them high flare 